It's time to adjust those shoulder pads, back comb what's left of your hair, and jump into the DeLorean for a look back at what's possibly the best decade anyone could ever have grown up in. Shall we play a game? This is Bring Back the 80s with your hosts, James Alderson and me, Andy Jackson. Welcome along to another edition of the Bring Back the 80s podcast. Andy Jackson here, James Alderson there. Yeah, over here and not there. Look at this. We're up to episode number seven now. Yeah, one more than six. Thank you very much. And on the last one, by the way, mm-hmm. you were testing my French. Yes. And it was under trois quatre six. So that's... Right. I always like this. <laughs> I always like to think that we learn at least one new thing for every podcast. Maybe one new number in every French. <laughs> that can be it. <laughs> so anyway, welcome along. Thank you very much. If you've uh, shared previous episodes, because yeah. you can spread the word for us, uh, the more people that we can bring back the 80s for, yeah. obviously the better. So if you are liking it, chances are one of your friends is going to like it yeah. as well. So uh, just let them know about it. And if they choose to, they can subscribe and watch and yeah. initial stuff. Give them a little bit of time for them. Yes. That's what we're all about. Time. We're just giving. That's all we do. We are the givers. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about <laughs> today? On the show. I don't go there. Today on the podcast, uh, we're talking about uh, clothes and shopping yes. and catalogues, yeah, and all that kind High of streets. Yes, different different times, mate. I know that's going to be our slogan, I think. But it was just uh, going to that going out shopping just seems to be uh, just a regular occurrence, whether it was with your friends or your mum and dad. Unless it was just me, I don't know, but it just seemed to be like a like a universal thing that it was just part of life, and I, I think that's fallen away now. I think that the reason it's fallen away was because there was no such thing as the internet. No, I know. Yeah, so anything we were doing yeah. was obviously going to be in real life in bricks and mortar. Yeah, and we had all these wonderful shops like Woolworths. Yes, yeah. uh, even Little Woods was a was not only a catalogue; it was an actual store, as big well, store, yeah, yeah. a big big store, and you'd walk in and lose yourself and get very bored. And find yourself just sat outside changing rooms, um, just fiddling with <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah, changing room seats, and that's another. I mean, we're into it quite early on here, Andy. But, um, I, they don't do seats outside changing rooms, and I think that's a rookie error on uh, shops' part these days. Because I go into lady shops, and they don't have seats. And if they had seats, I'd let her change clothes till our heart's content. She could do Whitney Houston for all I care. She could be in there for two hours, come out with a different sequin frock every three minutes, and if I do the right facial expression. Then we're on good terms for the rest of the day. It's weird how that works as well, because with my other half, uh, she hates it when I come shopping with her. She hates Mm. me tagging along when she's trying to get... Why? Just because I get so bored of the (laughs) attention span. But it's the other way around for us. I can't be trusted to go out and buy my own clothes. No. Even at my grand old age (laughs) after that big birthday. (laughs) It's silly. You can't be trusted with anything, Andy, to be honest. That's quite right. But don't come back wearing that onesie again. Um, that's what she said to me. Don't let him wear that one week. <laughs> but no, I think if I, I it's a, it's a, a critical error on the shopping part to remove the seats, especially in ladies' changing Not in ladies' changing rooms. No one wants to be sat in a ladies' changing room. But just outside, they used to be able to sit as a kid. I remember sitting and just waiting for my mum to come out or whatever it was. And now there's no seats, so I um, get bored and I hurry the wife along and I've got nothing to play with. There's no buckaroo, there's no Game Boy. I've just sat there bored thinking, that'll do, love. Let's go. I'm bored. Stood up. I'm tired. My legs are hurting. You know, I'm old. It's in some civilised countries, and I'm thinking Japan, 
um, for some reason here that they actually have special pods that uh, wives can leave their husbands in oh, right. when they go this is obviously a now thing not an 80s the thing. cryogenic pod but you go you go there <laughs> your wife goes off to do the shopping yeah. you sit in this pod you've got your Game Boy or whatever in there yeah. and you sit there and entertain yourself basically <laughs> until she's <laughs> until she's done wow I'm moving to Japan it's got to be done there yeah. I'll see you there but uh, yeah, I mean, back in those days as well, uh, you had the luxury of seats outside yeah. the changing rooms yeah. and all the department stores. I mean, we were so starved of entertainment as well. As you say, even going to a department store mm. was a form of entertainment in itself, wasn't it? Yeah, well, you just go on forever and you turn a corner and you don't know what will be next. It might be technology. It might be a Santa's Grotto. You just don't know. And I said to my boys, you know, oh, we, we used to have department stores. And my eldest said, what's a department store? And it's like, um, well, uh, it's like shops on lots of levels. It, it would, like, what, what, like a shopping precinct? Well, no, no, it was one shop with lots of different things inside it. Maybe the best way to describe it to somebody who was not around in the 80s would be to say, it's like Amazon and all the different sections of Amazon yeah. were a different room <laughs> within the same building. Because yes. you did have a place that was just ski wear <laughs> and sports wear <laughs> you know even in the middle of summer they yeah. have the display of of that and then you'd have your like, little hi-fi corner where you yes. get your technology you know your first ever you know stack system stack system yeah or whatever yeah yeah but there was literally everything under one roof it was no there was no speciality no whatsoever but the only difference is unlike amazon you didn't walk into the department store and go to the till with some pants and say you bought pants where you might want to buy these is like what a yo-yo um i don't know but it doesn't they never used to suggest there was things. no upselling was no. there? no upselling but there were staff <laughs> you go to shops now you can't bargain <laughs> find a fucking bed for staff anywhere you know what as well with the staff and the whole thing about you having to do your self-checkout and yeah which sometimes i mean i want to hate it because it's you know i'd like the idea of people waiting on me yeah but i don't know you do yeah in some of the countries, and then I'm blaming America now, yeah. um, you know, they've got the tipping culture in America. Yeah. They've put an option on the self-service checkout for you to tip when you've done your own shopping. What? Tip you yourself. Don't, you don't get the money, though. It goes, it goes to the shop. It got, maybe it goes to the computer because, they you know, they've got consciences now, too. Um, maybe they get sad. Maybe they end up with sad AIs at Sainsbury's if you don't give the computer some money. No, I tip yourself. Just... Just don't scan a few things through. Swing through. <laughs> not no, condone that no. behaviour. Scan everything because they're all watching. Now in Sainsbury's, you've got to scan your receipt to get out of the bloody place. That's mental. Like they don't, I've got. I've now got to pick the stuff, scan it myself, put it through the till myself, and now I've got to scan to get out of the place. I mean, I might as well just bloody work there. I have not come across that. Mm. That must. That's be a new one where I live. <laughs> <laughs> never a thing that I've never ever seen you're not allowed to leave unless you scan your receipt and I think it might just be me I haven't seen everybody have to do that yeah it's just you <laughs> it's, it's just, just like James yes. get him to scan that watch <laughs> Yeah, no. It's, 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 it's weird though you know if you think if you think of going back to the 80s as well the whole idea of self-service checkouts yeah. Which just never, you had a person who would advise you, yeah. sometimes even wearing a brown overall, and <laughs> you would go in and you would say, I would like this, where would I find this? Yeah. Were, rather than you having to, to wander around and... Yeah, I mean, they'd be lingering. Yeah. There'd be people around. It became almost, almost a burden, wasn't it? You'd be walking, there'd be someone in the shadows, like, what the... Who's this bloke? Uh, can I help you, sir? No, I'm just walking about. Now, you have to walk around for an hour to try and find somebody, and when you do, they're very annoyed. 
Because <laughs> so nobody wants to work in retail. Nobody wants to work. I, with, I, with one exception, I must say, to, to a village very close to where I am in Wickham, yeah. there is a wonderful hardware store there. Okay. And it is like stepping back in time yeah. when you go in. Because you can go in and you want like a little, I wanted a little Jubilee clip. Oh, yeah. And they, I asked a person mm. and they physically took me and showed me the range of Jubilee. And I thought, this is wonderful. You don't get that on Amazon, do you? Was that a museum you were in there? Was a museum. <laughs> working museum. <laughs> I remember working in Waitrose when I was like 16, and um, we had to remember prices. And they, they had um, the price the gun. Do you remember that thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and someone's job it was to stick these all over their faces or whatever you used to do back behind the scenes. And But the vegetables and stuff didn't have the prices on. So I had to, as the till boy... Um, remember all the prices of bananas and we didn't have avocados and all that shit then it was just normal stuff tomatoes bananas apples i think was as far as it got the odd pineapple maybe um, a carrot or two maybe maybe but that was only on sundays and uh, yeah we have to remember the prices 16 year old me be like oh yeah 3p it's an onion or whatever um not red onions none of this foreign stuff it was all white onions (laughs) but yeah we have to remember prices no weighing scales no scanning memory mate it was barcodes that were the big thing was it because you, yes. there was no such once upon a time mm-hmm. this might seem like incredibly difficult to believe mm-hmm. there was no such thing as a barcode no and i can remember this because back in the days when i used to have a proper job it used to my, be my job to go around to shops and fix the tills yeah so i would go around and if something was wrong with their till then i would be the one who would go in and unplug it and plug it back <laughs> yeah but um yeah there was no I and mean, i remember when they started bringing in in barcodes and we were just thinking what so you don't actually have to physically put in the price. You just go a bit, but it does it. And at the time, that seemed amazing. Well, at the end of the day, it is only lines, isn't it? It is. So it's very confusing to to think that, you know, someone uh, someone once said, oh, can you read out the barcode? And I didn't realise that there were numbers <laughs> underneath. So I just went, well, thick one, thin one, thick, thick, thin, thin. <laughs> <laughs> and they... Uh, they didn't get it, but uh, and it didn't work, funnily enough. But, um, yeah, I mean, Barcos came in, I think it was probably late 70s, wasn't it? But they weren't on all products well into the 80s. I mean, crikey, maybe even 90s. Or in your little corner shops, there was no such... Maybe the barcodes had come to the, the supermarkets, but yeah. certainly, like, the, your corner shop, no. you were not going to have no. a barcode. There was a guy who, who was in the shop 24-7. Yeah, like Arkwright. Who just knew the price of everything. It was all up there. Yeah. And he was the he was the one who just, if you needed to know anything, yeah. he was the one who would tell you what you needed. He was the one that bought it in. He put it on the shelf. He sold it to you. He stacked it away at the end of the night, <laughs> out of the front of the shop, just like Ronnie Barker. Yes. Um, but saying that, though, I was just talking to my wife about this. It, where I grew up, and I think a lot of places, had a newsagent. Not, not always had a corner shop, but you definitely had a newsagent. And when I was a kid, our local newsagent just was a newsagent. Had magazines, newspapers, sweets, maybe a trough of ice cream, and cigarettes, obviously. Um, but nothing else. So that was quite commonplace, to find somewhere that just was a newsagent. Mm. Yes, you had corner shops, but it was amazing that a shop could survive on just subscriptions to magazines, knitting weekly or whatever, and then the regular papers delivered in the morning. Chocolates, sweets, ice creams, and bags. Yeah. And then, obviously, you ended up with... And this was back when petrol stations didn't even have shops. 
which was blows people's minds now. You can go and do a bloody big shop at a petrol station now, can't you? It's to go spend an hour in there and your car's at pump four, pissing everybody off. I've <laughs> just done a big shop. What do you want me to do? Um, but now you used to go in and you might be able to get chewing gum and some. You'd be able to get the little, you know, the travel sweets, obviously. Yeah. Yes, of course. You could. Station. Air fresheners, diesel oil, stuff like this. Um, it's a grotty toilet out the back somewhere. But you couldn't go and get bread and chocolate eclairs and a loaf of some random i don't know and there was no greg's in there do you know what i mean it was just you go in and you get chewing gum diesel oil air freshener some sweets fags pump four and that's it and now it's just it blows people's minds when you say to them you could not go and get that you couldn't get a drink in the early 80s oh, from a petrol station certainly not alcohol either <laughs> the whole idea of actually mixing cars and alcohol there yes. was a big public outrage when mm. they you know it was mooted that they might start selling beer and things yeah. in petrol stations people were outraged I mean I couldn't get through a long journey without a can of Foster's <laughs> and four chocolate <laughs> but yeah yeah so sure, I mean that was a, that was a new thing in the 80s but I, I do I did love going and wandering up and down the high Saturday mornings for me when was your shopping day when did you go was it a Saturday morning it would have been I think it was a, bizarrely for some reason my brain is telling me it was Wednesday I don't know why it would have to be the morning so the shop shut in the Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon because yeah. it was yeah because it was only closing one day a week yeah shut, uh, shut after lunch yeah and that was your lot until the next day yeah and if, if you hadn't got food in or what you wanted Saturday at five o'clock you were knackered till Monday morning not a chance so you, you might find a local little corner shop open for a few hours on a Sunday morning for newspaper deliveries and go and get a few bits but if you'd run out of milk Saturday five o'clock you weren't having milk in your tea till Monday morning it was just the shops just stopped Sunday trading no Wednesday afternoon midday shut till Thursday and like over Christmas or whatever mm. there was nothing at all so mm. say Christmas day fell on a Friday mm. Then you would probably get nothing open at all yeah. until perhaps the Tuesdays. So yeah. You would have to have the whole, you would have to plan ahead. Yeah. Otherwise, you were properly screwed. Yeah. And you weren't taking your gifts back. You weren't taking <laughs> your whatever buckaroo box back until maybe, I don't know, 3rd of January or something. And you have to just sit it there. Don't play on it. If you don't like it, don't play on it. Leave it there. We'll take it back. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I actually remember this is taking me back to when I was on a radio station in Essex. Um, back in back in the eighties, and it was a thing we used to have a um, we used to have a, a thing on Christmas Day where if you forgot to buy batteries for your toys, you would come into the radio station and we would gift you batteries. Wow! Because on Christmas Day there was n literally nowhere open if you given Johnny his little thing that needs batteries and you've got everything organized he's unwrapped it he said can i play with it and you say no because we forgot the batteries you could literally could not buy batteries unless you went to the local radio station yeah. and said please can i have some batteries so some sort of like some sort of charity a charity battery power right yes <laughs> you called it but that was because you know you've been thinking back now you know and you expect somewhere to be open on christmas day don't you somewhere oh now we would definitely, definitely have a petrol station will be open yeah. With a big shop available, and um, they probably have the alcohol covered up. I don't know what they do, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I think when you got things, when you bought things in the eighties, they would often. I mean, there was a time, some point in the eighties, where they stopped supplying plugs. That was a bloody nightmare, and I don't know what the <laughs> hell they were thinking. You'd open up, like you say, no batteries or no plug. 
what's going on? No plug attached to this electrical device and you have to attach your own plug. I don't know where that came from, but it was very frustrating. That was what you would go into Woolworths for because you would buy your light bulbs and things like that and they had racks of plugs, didn't they? And you would have to, every time you bought an item like a fridge Mm. or I was going to say a microwave, probably microwaves were not... We're not, you know, they were luxury, luxury we're Next to the sandbags on the shelf, yeah. <laughs> or your toaster, or your kettle, or whatever. This might seem incredible. This will blow, definitely blow people's <laughs> minds. They did not have a plug attached. No. And people used to not know how to put the plug on properly. Yeah. And people would die <laughs> because... Why am I laughing? didn't know how to put a plug on. Yeah, they couldn't wire it up. Yeah, very, very strange. And I don't know what that decision was, because I think things come with plugs now. Yes. Um, and they're welded on. on their so you, can't, you cannot go fiddle. wrong. People still cut I, the plugs off. This is an interesting thing, though, isn't it? To work out if if you were to give your kids an item mm. with no plug on it and mm. say, can you just put a plug on that? Yeah. Would they have a clue what to do? I mean, we had a lesson. Was it in physics? I'm not sure which it would have been. Biology. Um, what are you going to do when Nodelson dies? Um, bring him back to life. He's trying to wire a plug up. But I don't know what would happen. <laughs> it was a test on the on the talkative kid in the class. But, um, yeah, we did have a lesson. I think it was, must have been physics, where you wire a plug up and do some electrics and bulbs mm-hmm. and all that gubbins. Um, I don't think my boys have done that. And I don't, I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure. I'm a bit rubbish, so I can't. I'm not sure if I could do it now. Um which is probably why they started welding plugs to wires. Well, here's the thing. Here's when I'm prepared. Um, yeah, do it now. You've got 20 minutes. Go. No, no, we're fine. We'll, we'll see fine. if you still survive. <laughs> if it all goes quiet, it's just going to be Andy in future. Andy's going to be doing the podcast flying solo. So many people will be relieved. Isn't it great that James electrocuted himself? Um, but yeah. Yeah, so all those things. I mean, like you say, Woolies, you'd go in and you could get... The thing is, you could get such an eclectic mix of things from some shops. There were some really specific shops. Um Knitting shops, I seem to remember there was yeah. there was always a shop that just sold wool, yeah. knitting needles, yeah. nothing else whatsoever. No, and never went in them. Funnily enough, my, I did actually with my granny. Um, but yeah, like but you know, pipe shops, pipe smoking, and tobacconists. You had a tobacconist, which ended up sprawling out and getting some sweets and things, which always a bit of an odd one, I think. Kids queued up at a tobacconist to get their sweets. So getting hooked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Start them off on the old pretend cigarettes, cigarette candy, and then wean them onto some pipe tobacco. Again, looking back, this, I mean, it was obviously part of the plan because you would have pretend cigarettes made out of chocolate mm. or that horrible chalky substance or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And the kids would learn to smoke yeah. and pretend cigarettes yeah. and pretend they remember chocolate cigars which on the continent you could one. roll your own chocolate cigarettes yeah <laughs> great well done <laughs> what a great one they must have been sat in their boardrooms going yeah but six what can we yeah. do and what i don't know what they do these days i don't know but but there's probably something they're trying to wean oh well vapes of course. Vape, basically yeah. children's smoke cigarettes Bless them, yeah. So, yeah, there was these, there were shops with vast array, like Woolies, you could go and get a penny sweet or a microwave, you know, in there, and like you say, ski gear and underwear and everything in between. And then you'd have a shop like a knitting shop, a pipe shop, you'd have a record shop just for that. And this, I don't think, you, you can't find these days, shoe shops, for example, they're a dying breed. Mm. Clark's or Shoe Zones or all these different places, they're struggling because everyone's everyone's doing everything else. Uh, you can't go, you can't find a men's clothes shop. I mean, it's it used to be you'd have Top Man, mm. River Island, or um, yeah, um, Burton's, you know, and there would just be a clothes shop just for men. There, I mean, wasn't there even a clothes shop called Just for Men? 
Or was that a, no? That's hair. a hair thing, wasn't I it? I believe it's a hair thing. I've heard of it. Are you allowed? <laughs> are you even allowed to ha- name a product as just for men? <laughs> well, it's going to go with the men's tissues, isn't it? But maybe it's just just for they, just for them, just for them. Um, but it's, I'm sure you can use ladies. Can you use ladies' hair dye on men's hair? I'm sure you can. Must be. Must be. Tune in next week. We'll find out <laughs> so what's happened to James. He's vanished. Um, yeah. So you like yeah. to be electrocuted or blonde, but I'm, I'm going to be pink. I'm going to go pink. Um, but yeah. So it's, it's to say to my boys, there used to be clothes shops. So you just walk in, and it was just men's clothes. Seems quite a bizarre thing now because there's just nothing like it, unless you want super branded things like Ralph Lauren stuff. And even then, it's mixed clothing. But to go in and just have men's clothes, and now we get like a rack. In the back of New Look, don't we all, River Island? And it's always like a because we're not interested. Men, no. I think it's fair to say, as well, I speak for myself, yeah. that um, I couldn't care less about clothes. I can. I'm very fashion conscious, actually. I can, you know, I can tell. The HS and chill on the t shirt. You can tell. My wife's like, what's this bollock stand up now? He's got a oh, Max Headroom on the t shirt. Oh, great. You're not wearing that tonight, are you? Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't get that. Speaking of VHS and old technology, that seems like an appropriate uh, point to reveal the answer to last week's mystery sound. I forgot it, yeah. Can you remember this was what it sounded like? Mm. Oh yes. Do you can you can you reveal, James, what you think that might be? I think that that was a Polaroid film being sort of produced out of a Polaroid camera. It was a Polaroid Sun camera. Great. To be exact. Thank you. If you guess that correctly, your name will come up in lights. I might even speak it at the end of this podcast as well. Be. I think I will speak it as well. For those who don't have the benefit of watching this delight, um, if they're just listening, it's very difficult to work out who's won by watching. So we will see <laughs> at the end. I'll have to do like a Braille version of the podcast. <laughs> well, we're really hitting the demographic graphic now i just can't see it andy um so yeah. yeah so that was it it was a polaroid sun camera well done if that was your guess if you are the winner your name will come up in lights i will yeah. speak your name at the end of the podcast as well yeah and uh, you can claim one of these super soft uh, t-shirts yes or yeah or two tickets to my tour show um which are selling out so i won't be able to offer this soon um but maybe two tickets to any comedy night but yes the show Bring Back the 80s of Mine stand-up show is selling fast. I think a lot of them are sold out. There's some still in Fishbourne near Chichester, if that floats your boat. But again, that's happening in a couple of weeks. So um, message us to let us know the date that you want to come to. Um, but that 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 Polaroid film thing reminds me, because you know we were talking about the expense of films and 24 mm-hmm. films or whatever. Jesus Christ, the cost of Polaroid films. Mental. Even back in the 80s, it was like five or ten quid for 10 or 20 photos or whatever it is in those little cassettes, you know? You had money if you were using a if you use a Polaroid thing. They used to use them. It was like a very show busy thing because they used to use them for continuity on TV shows. Did they? So that if, like, if somebody was, you know, they were filming a scene. Oh, because it's instant. They, then they stopped to go and have a you know a cup of tea or whatever. Mm. They would so there would be an assistant <clears throat> who would take a Polaroid, yeah. so that they could make sure you were dressed exactly the oh. same. So maybe they were catering towards the sort of like the showbiz, yeah. Because I remember having them as well. You would get, you know, you would have you would have one of these cameras, yeah. And you would only ever use one yeah. film in it because they were so, so expensive. Crazy. And you spend the time just flapping it in your hands like that as you're talking, just to trying to get it to develop. Did that help? I don't think it did. Think it did. No. And people used to use them because obviously if you took any, uh, if you took any, um, shall I say, interesting photographs, um, <laughs> then you were never allowed to get them developed. Never. They would call the police if you Boots. took the wrong kind you of... you to pick up your photos and you'd do a three-year stretch um, <laughs> just because you've got a nad in there. But anyway, yeah. so yeah, you're not... <laughs> nad. 
<laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, so, yeah, if you decided that there was going to be, I mean, not that there was ever dick pics, of course, so that wasn't a thing, was it? Um, but if you did anything that was questionable with your other half, maybe, and you wanted a photo, you could never develop it in boots. So you might have Polaroids. I never did, obviously, because I was sweet and innocent, but some people used to use Polaroids for that. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> I've just spotted a corner of my eye the original tills the original shopping experience because we did you play shops when you were younger everybody plays shops I think we did it's shops. only got two coins left in that which is very um, relevant to my bank account at the moment but it's um, that Fisher Price till there were, there were tills as a critical part of toys there was early Fisher Price one which was almost like a digital one and then there was that manual one that went ching and it shot out and all the coins would fly everywhere I used to love that Fisher Price did some cracking sort of basic life skill toys, didn't they? There was a whole thing as well as they used to have um, toys for girls and toys for boys. Yeah, um, I think the till probably sort of crossed over the divide. Yeah, but uh, you know, back in the day, it would have been a thing that the Hoovers yes. and the kitchen things yes. were in the girls' part of the catalogue. Yeah, the girls' part of the shop. Yeah, and the things like the drills and the saws and everything yeah. were were for the boys. Trying to train us up. And uh, get us into the disciplines. Um, but now, as you say, cotton merged across. And I'll be honest with you, I quite enjoyed all the other things. Because, you know, whilst we were... I, I was never really into saws and things like that. I quite like the hoovers. I mean, my, not now. Obviously, my wife thinks I hate hoovers. Don't tell her I love hoovers. But no, I did, I, all that was very interesting. And, lo- and often a lot more life-size. You know, you get the little things as a, as a kid, as a boy. And the toys with tiny little hammers and... T- hoovers and trolleys and all this stuff were quite big things i must admit to all of this having a bit of a secret hankering for one of those kitchen sets yeah maybe even in those days i was thinking well i might quite like to cook something one day <laughs> and you could they did seem to be like almost full size didn't yeah, they yeah right and they had the trolleys and they had the shopping baskets and they had the shopping goods and stuff and you'd often see i mean i see it every now and again but back in the day, you would see a lot of kids pushing trolleys around Woolies and you and stuff, just to go to the shop, following their mum, like, putting random stuff in the, in the trolley. Put that back. I'm going shopping. No, we can't afford it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Loved it. While we are talking about um, the things that you could buy while shopping and we're getting on to gifts and things, uh, we've, we have revealed last time's mystery sound, which yep. was the Polaroid Sun camera, yeah. uh, which was one of the Insta cameras. Uh, let's do this new one okay. for this time around. If yep. you know what this is, let us know by the usual channels on the TikTok or oh. the Twitter or the Facebook or the Instagram or the YouTube yeah. or straight into um the email yeah all the different ways you can let us know you send us a voice note we love a little voice note if you do if you're listening to this on spotify you can send us a a voice note straight in there okay this is this week's i'm locked in here we go yeah what the hell is that (laughs) it was a it's fair to say it is quite a short sound again but it is if you listen there's the it's the end part if you do you say oh oh, oh, it's old turn it out for this go on go on turn it all the way up go on go go on There is that special, there's that little note at the end of it. And if you've ever used one of these, you will know instantly what it is. Wow. I'm not Brain Man, mate. What the hell is he thinking? <laughs> Christ. You think I know what let, me know, do let me know if I'm oh making these too difficult. God. I think I think that's a really easy one. Okay. But maybe I'm. If you know what it is, I mean, please prove James wrong and prove me right. I'm gonna, Let I'm us know this. what it is. You found you found something that I do not know. Um, right, it's time for me to get my own back. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna open James's special lunchbox surprise, or you're gonna open it. I'm gonna pass it across. There's one for me and one for you in there, so don't have them both. 
I don't know if you were going to remember these because you're a little bit older than me. Just a tiny bit. <laughs> a little bit in the 80s. But I used to love these. And if you don't remember them, well, you're going to experience them for the first time. Give me one. Thanks. Have you got that If you're just listening on the podcast, this is... Yeah. We should have saved this for a mystery sound. You should have done. And they're KP Choc Dips, which is like a, almost like a yoghurt pot. And you peel it back. Do you remember these at all? Yes. And half of them were chocolate. Oh, God. And half were like little breadstick things. Oh, look at the pots now. They used to go all the way to the bottom, these pots of chocolate. Oh, have they made them smaller? Well, they've stopped it about a centimetre deep, look. I can't put one. They have, haven't they? The chocolate used to go all the way to the bottom so that you could stick the stick all the way in and swirl it about. I'll use this on this, this camera here. Can we do it? It just goes... It's stuck about a centimetre deep it's and now only... it sticks are underneath. I that's don't know, I'd say that's a good six inches there, James. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to love these because you'd get the... You'd be able to stick the stick all the way in, mm. swirl it about, and now you can only do it so far deep. Um, but I'm going to have a little nibble because I, I used to swear by these. Surprisingly good, actually. They haven't changed. It act does actually taste like proper chocolate as well, mm. rather than fake horrible. The funny thing is, is that um, KP made them. And it was always quite strange, I always thought. Because they were nuts, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> nuts, yeah. Yeah, always confusing as a kid. You know what brands are like. It's like walking into our price and they're selling underwear. You just think, this isn't weird. This is weird. Or WH Smith and they've got cars in there. you got KP Choc Dips and there's no peanuts at all. I wonder if it even says it's got nuts in it. It's probably been made in a factory that may have nuts nearby. They've may got- have seen a nut. It says on here, may have seen a nut once. Um, no, it's like... <laughs> It's got a quality guarantee, best before 1987. So it's fine. Perfect. Um, yeah, tuck in. Yeah, tuck yeah. in. <laughs> but yeah, I used to eat them by the bucket load. Um, but yeah, Choc Dips, if you remember them, get in touch. Where we can be a, a premium fan. Um, yeah, yeah. And you could get little sweets. I remember my, W. H. Smith, that carrier bag is, is like indicative of my childhood. W. H. Smith shop, you felt like you were rich just walking in there. Did you, do you know what I mean? It had that sort of air of uh, sort of upper middle class, mm. didn't it? Mm. Definitely. Now it has an air of, where the fuck is everybody? Um, <laughs> how is this place surviving? How is this shop still going? You know, W.H. Smith has got to be on the dartboard of next retailer to go under because you sell books at full price still, the odd discount, you've got magazines... They don't sell calculators. That's the downfall, if you ask me. No calculators and Parker pens and fountain pens under glass cabinets anymore. And they got one member of staff in the whole store. I think they're surviving because they're in stations, in train stations. They do, yes, and they're also in uh, in airports as well. Right. Okay. Not just in this country. I've just come back from um, from the north of Spain, and there's a WH Smith Is there? in in the airport. How do they pronounce it there? How do you call it? What? <laughs> it does. As the northern Spanish pronunciation. That's fluent. He's fluent. Wasn't that good? Wasn't that good? Mm. But uh, yes, they um, they they sell them. This is going to get me into much much big trouble because I am a reader. Okay. I love to read. I love to read books. Mm. And um, I've got a Kindle, so okay. I read them on the Kindle as well. Yeah. But I find the whole Amazon store when you're trying to find a book. Yeah. Is not as good as actually going into somewhere like WH Smith's or Waterstones yeah. or somewhere, and you actually physically leaf through the books. Yeah, I 
I think there's a phase where people got really into Kindles and yeah. reading it digitally, but now you go on holiday, it's very rare to see someone reading. I'm it. one of the I'm one of those luddites. Oh yeah. But what I do, this is the bit that's going to get me into trouble because mm. as you say in W. H. Smiths and other other stores, the books are expensive. They are. But I like to go in and have the browsing experience. Okay. So I go in and browse. Mm. The ones I like, I then take a photo of and then order them on Amazon. Oh no. Is that really bad of you me? You are the reason that the high street's dead. If they made their books cheaper, <laughs> yes. then I would be going in maybe there. Maybe bought them. Maybe be able to produce more and make the books cheaper, Andy. This is um, it is. There. It is. But yeah, I mean, I go in there and I go into Dory Smith and I find a book I like. And I don't do what you do. I'm an honest guy. I just read a chapter at a time and leave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one, way, one way of doing it. Actually, it's funny, isn't it? The, the books are so expensive. But if you go back in time, there were certain things that were hugely expensive then that are cheaper now and i'm thinking about computers oh. things. and you've brought one of your yeah, um, carrier bags in. behind my head here if you want to focus in ladies and gents if you want um <laughs> this amstrad pc 400 quid 395 pound plus VAT. plus VAT, and that's in the 80s yeah. and when you work about um a pound in the 80s it's roughly worth about five an hour so you're looking at over two grand for a home computer then the equivalent yeah yeah, yeah. and you know it's hard to even get your brain around that i mean you're talking i don't know that's got to have been a month's salary much more than maybe a month, a month more than a month's salary a couple of months at yeah. least. yeah yeah I, it's hard to remember how it all worked out but it's that the, the digital stuff though i remember the dixon's advert i've seen recently where it was 1400 pounds for a video camera you know the home movie video camera thing i mean that's five grand plus someone's paying early adopters were doing that i remember my father-in-law had one of those mm. and he was when they first came out he said look at this mm. and it was a fucking great big thing like a wardrobe yeah you on your shoulder you have to have it on your shoulder yeah so the reason why we, we could, could afford them because there was a new thing that came out which meant we didn't have to pay for stuff with real money right see if you remember this advert off the telly we'll pay this one money what's the date check card uh no idea idiot I suppose you've got enough checks on you for the whole holiday. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course, money. Oh, dear. Running low. Don't worry, money. I've already paid. It's much easier and faster with me. Here's your receipt and a free sticker. Oh, well, oh. <laughs> I didn't get one of them today without that. I've always wanted a stick one on him. <laughs> so now you know how access can really help you. For more details, contact us on 01200 and 200. <laughs> Access. <laughs> what? You can't go online. You got to phone up. Yeah. You got to phone up and tell us to borrow. You want to borrow some money? First, first kind of big, you know, big credit card. Well, their access because credit cards never used to be a, a real thing, did they? No, and switch and things like that. The, de the first, um, the first debit cards, the switch cards. They were, they were early, early things as well. But isn't that amazing? You have to phone up, and when you phoned it. A person would have answered. Yes. Not a press one for this, yeah, yeah, yeah. stand on your head and do, press two for this. The phone would have rung, or it would have been engaged, of course. Um, and um, a bank of 50 people would have been waiting off the back of that advert to get loads of calls in. Yeah. But yeah, that was the start. That was the start, in my opinion, of... The, the beginning of the end. The beginning. <laughs> the end of civilization. Uh, the ruination of everybody. Well, boomer. No, I... Um, no, that was the beginning of the end of people's patience. That was the beginning of the end of people going, you know what, I'm going to put 20 quid by a week, and after eight weeks, I'm going to go and buy that. It's like, no, bollocks. Right. I want it now. Right. I want it now, yeah. everything. And that is how it all started, and then it went downhill from there. 
He's down to access. <laughs> the story of my life. Angry middle-aged man. That was the end. No, it was, though. But credit cards. Houses were cheaper, though, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. And the, and the weather was better. We had seasons back then. Uh, no, it was, you know, if you don't... I was awful at saving. I'm rubbish with money, still am. But you get you give someone the opportunity to not have to wait for anything, and they'll take it, of course. And so, it, you know, credit cards were the start, and then obviously it goes on to all the buy now, buy it now, pay later, all that bollocks that came into and in the 80s and 90s. So, yeah, shops suddenly became open to everybody. We are certainly definitely getting much more impatient this because if I buy something on Amazon now, yeah, and uh, sometimes you could buy something on Amazon, it says you want it delivered tonight, <laughs> yes, and it say we could deliver it by ten o'clock tonight, and if it doesn't come, I get so bloody annoyed, yeah, that it's come the next day, yeah, I kind of almost want to phone them up mm. and say. I'm not happy because this thing that I've just clicked a button for, it's now coming at 10 o'clock last night. It came at 8 o'clock this morning. Yes, it ruined everything. <laughs> Don't worry, sir. We will beat a small child as punishment for not creating this product quickly enough for you. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. The, the things that we expect and we don't think what's happened going on behind the scenes that might actually be the reason for things not happening as quick as our impatient brains want them. I'm eating these chocolate dips. Sorry, you just get st you get stuck in there. Mm. Of course, the I suppose the um, equivalent of the '80s to to the online shopping now was the catalogue, yeah. where you wouldn't touch a physical product, mm. but you would have the um, you know, there's loads of clothing catalogues, weren't there? Yeah, Grattan, Grattan, Littlewoods. Uh, there was the Littlewoods as well. Littlewoods were all my favourite as well because that was where I got my first little peek at what uh, at what <laughs> the opposite sex might look like when I got a little bit older. I was I was always stuck on the budgie smugglers and thinking i'll be a real man one day look at this stud uh, <laughs> why is he in the computer section but the thing is as well with those that was another delayed gratification thing as well wasn't it because we would pick a, as, as kids we could choose out of the littlewoods catalogue hmm. and as out of the argos catalogue for you know birthdays and christmas and things so we would be circling stuff in the catalogues yeah weeks if not months it's, in advance it's march yeah no we're near christmas james <laughs> but this is what i want and then by the time it came around they weren't selling that bloody stuff anymore um yeah and again like you say sectioned into categories there'll be five pink pages 12 black and red pages you know it was boys girls spaceships ironing boards underwear <laughs> yes you know, yeah i mean i never did obviously jewelry um microwaves the future um, look at this Walkmans. Woo! Yes, it was all very exciting. Catalogs were great, and yeah, it built this level of desire and pressure for parents. And you would go out and you'd see the stuff that you'd been seeing in catalogs. You'd see it in the shops. It was never as cheap as obviously in the catalogs because it was out in a proper sh shop. And you'd be going, "Mummy, look!" I, remember, I suddenly having a flashback then about that is looking in windows at christmas and we're going to do some christmas episodes aren't we so i'm looking forward to that because i love christmas but looking in windows at christmas and they'd have whole displays no no real products of just like moving characters and different little grottos and snow scenes that used to be amazing oh. i remember as a kid when i was lived in london mm. it was the famous hamley's toy shop yeah and it would be a day this seems ridiculous now but it would be a day out and the nan would take me mm. to go and look at the toys mm. in hamley's and that was a day out to go and look at the toys and look. they had like a model railway thing that went round, and that was proper entertainment yeah and and it was window shopping and now we call it internet browsing and it's a different world because window shopping there was a chance 
you might buy something spontaneously and it created the atmosphere of the high street and a hubbub and a real community spirit. Now we're all sat on our sofas doing the internet browsing, not talking to each other in the same room and not going out into the world. Um, but uh, obviously Christmas, uh, there are a few times of the year where the high street still comes alive and that's obviously Christmas, Mother's Day, around Mother's Day, yes. the high street comes alive, Valentine's Day. Halloween um, now as well. Yeah, but do you think the high street comes alive with that? I think people are probably buying that stuff online. Uh, maybe out of the season market. Yeah, you're right. But I think, well, I, I, but yes, Halloween is really growing. That just wasn't a thing. It was never a thing. There was no such thing as Halloween. When we were growing up, it was not a thing. I don't remember people knocking on the doors and going trick or treat. Uh, I mean, we lived in a flat, so it was quite tricky to get in. <laughs> <laughs> but there, was, there would be people sort of like um, asking for, for, for a penny for the guy. Yes. yes. So that was the thing. So yeah. it was all about fireworks yeah. rather than Halloween. And it was called Bonfire Night. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Fireworks Night. But that's your challenge, by the way, if you're listening to this, because it's around Halloween Bonfire when you're watching this, is ask someone 20 years or younger if they know what penny for the guy is, because they won't. And it blows my mind. And if they if they if they get that answer right, if you've got a, a, an item with no plug on it, that's the next stage. If you can get to say, right, you've passed that. You think you're stage. smart, do you? Can you now please wire this wire this toaster up? And if not, bonfire night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole house sets fire. You, you everyone's a winner. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, it's, uh, I used to love uh, the seasonal times. I mean, to be honest. I don't know. Where was your shopping high street? Where we? Where? Where did you kind of go? It was. Uh, it was. Um, it was a place called Forest Hill in London. Okay, it's still there. It's been gentrified now. Since, okay, since I was there. But it was. Um, it was. A, it was a small car journey away. You could walk if you were feeling energetic. But it was. You know, that was where we would go. It had a Sainsbury's. Okay. It had a Woolworths. It had a. a my favourite cafe of them all was the Golden Griddle, which just the name just says it all. I was <laughs> obsessed with going in and just basically having. Breakfast. Yeah, that's, yeah, lovely. That's all it, but it was, the magic of the name, the Golden Griddle, yeah. to me, was just amazing. Yeah. So there was that, and there was a, there we had a cinema. We had an ABC cinema. Yes. So you go to that, and um, maybe one charity shop. Ooh. There was or like a second-hand shop. Yes. I don't. It probably wasn't a charity shop. No. I don't think they were a thing, but there was a a shop that sold second-hand stuff, but it was only one. That's a good which, point, actually. There's just some high streets now. Yeah. They're all charity shops. Well, the thing is, people moan about it because they say, oh, the high street is just hair salons, charity shops, tattoo parlours. And all I say to them is, they're the few things that you can't get on the internet. You know, until um, Jeff Bezos creates somewhere you put your head in or your fingers in to get your nails and your hair done, you have to go there. So that's why the high street they survive on a high street because people have to still go and do these things, hair and tattoos and nails. So anything else that you can buy on the internet, they're never going to compete with a physical presence no. because they can have a warehouse in the back of beyond and just ship it out to you for five pence. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, I used to go to Commercial Road. That was in Portsmouth. And I'm no word of a lie. It was basically a bloody mosh pit. Most Saturdays, heaving. You have to barge past people to get anywhere. It would take you an hour to get from one end to the next, bouncing with people. And now it's very, very quiet. And all the big shops like Marks and Spencer's, Debenhams, Burton's, like I said, um, our price, of course, Woolies, they've all gone. Um, but there are some shops that are creeping back, you know, the independence, the people starting up their new businesses. And there are new things, I think, that people are liking and, and shopping. So I think that it is going to have its place 
um, shops these days, but they've got to just find that little bit of nuance, a little bit of uniqueness. Sadly, with the new things that, that are popping up, it's uh, probably a missed opportunity for both of us at this time of our, our lives yeah. with our appearance. But have you noticed that every single high street now has at least 15 Turkish barbers? Yeah. They're all Turkish. Yes. I don't know why that is a thing, but it is a thing. They're very good at cutting hair. Obviously. I think they are. I, I think there's a lot more men's pampering goes on as well because, yeah. you know, they will do your nose hair and your ears and everything, won't they? And they always go in looking rough as hell and come out looking sexy beasts. Um, so, I mean, yes, as you say, I can't go in and get a, uh, a high fade, whatever the hell they call it. But I've, I think I've had an all over fade. Um, <laughs> fade away. Um, <laughs> well, what was that? What was that advert? Re record, not fade away. Is it TDK? It was TDK, yes. Oh, well done, yeah. yes. Yeah, re record, not fade away. It was a skeleton. Wasn't it? That was the which one. is again yeah, yeah. something I am not like. So <laughs> nothing relevant for me at all there, sadly. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, all the stores. The stores were great. I loved going in the stores. I love walking around the stores. You know, just drifting around them. As I say, especially at Christmas. Um, oh, we haven't mentioned about the Midland Bank. Go for the Midland oh, Bank as well. well. I mean, I think that, that is indicative, really, of what shopping was like because there was always seemed to be rewards there always seemed to be something for everybody and the, uh, banks was a big one for kids because you got stuff when, when you uh, they would sign you up as a child and they would give you <laughs> didn't tie you up as a child <laughs> they they would give you it sounds a bit creepy now actually so yeah. come into this bank and we'll give you toys Toy, and things and sweets. <laughs> yeah. come in children come in but you would like you would like you got the home you got a, like a, a special book there yeah. the, the griffin savers home bank and that was yours and you were expected to put money into that every yeah. every week or whatever yeah, there'd you? be a little membership card and a pen you got a griffin saver dictionary you get a money box usually that hold all there i had one of them as a kid i took to school i'm walking around with a bloody advert and it's like midland bank come and give your money to us Kids, come on, come on, give us your money. How much are we going to give you back? More than a quarter of a percent. I mean, it's mental, (laughs) wasn't it? These days, you take your kids to the bank and they go, what are you going to give my kid if they open up an account? They go, no, no interest whatsoever. (laughs) And here's a leaflet on the threats of investing in anything. But we have brought back the interest rates from those days. (laughs) Yeah, okay. They're there. Yeah. For us. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just looking at that. I'm just looking at that gift that you were given. A Giffin Savers Oxford Dictionary. What the worst gift that any child could be given i was very excited he did <laughs> i wonder if that's got the swear words in it because that's you go no, the that first one. thing you ever did was look up but you go straight to f just to see if it's in there. that one falls was that one falls open at debt <laughs> that one it's just like how, how do i get out of this yeah. yeah so yeah good old good old midland bank i think they had the nat west piggies didn't they yeah um and that you know you would go to the bank and you wouldn't there wasn't always a hole in the wall at the bank so you'd have to go into the bank that would shut at lunchtime on a saturday and uh, and print out a statement and see if your pocket money was in there or get pay in your pocket money because you won't have to spend all your pocket money to save some of your pocket money and then you go down to Woolies and spend it on sinks uh, I was going to say CD singles cassette singles and pick and mix I remember going into a post office I had a post office savings account mm. and again that was there was pretty you know there was no technology and it was literally written into a book in pen how much money you put in I'm yes thinking, i do remember that yeah i think in the possibilities of fraud there that i never yeah. that i never even began to imagine so back innocent. in those days so innocent Can you imagine just you put a one at the front. just a one or a nine <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually that's the more sensible that's i think i've worked out where my money problems go wrong just i'm not fraudulent properly <laughs>
you got to go big. You've got to go through it. you got to go big. And yeah. I think on that note, yeah. that's a perfect uh, p- perfect point to end the uh, podcast. Well, I've got to have more of my chop dip. To be I'm honest. just going to give you one more reminder of this week's impossible mystery sound. That's ridiculous. Hang just, about. I'm going to say, I'm going to give a clue if you think it... No. No. Give a clue. No. Don't okay. give a clue. This is it. Here go we go. On. Last time. If you know what that is, if that's brought back memories... Let us know via the usual channels and we'll let you know if you are the winner of one of these super soft Bring Back the 80s t-shirts. Yeah, and not only that, if you get that sound, you can sit here next time. Because <laughs> bloody useless. I've got no idea what that is. I'm going to have to think now. I, I don't know why I'm going to have to. That's going to haunt me. But yeah, okay, well, well done, Andy. We're getting that. <laughs> never, never. So that is the podcast for this week. James, mm-hmm. you're out and about in the middle of your big sexy tour. <laughs> yeah, it is. Selling out everywhere, having a great laugh. Sorry I'm eating everybody, but yeah, great times. And uh, jump on, bring back the 80s. Um, and uh, yeah, buy tickets if you fancy it from jamesolderson.net. And, uh, and, and come along and uh, enjoy some nostalgia with me. Indeed so. I will be on the radio where I've been for the last quarter of a century. Yeah. Doing the evening show on oh, 1058 till midnight, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And Sunday morning. Bright and early Sunday morning. Sunday morning. 7am, yes. Listen in. There wake, we go. wake up to Andy. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening this time round. Uh, episode 8 next time is going to be all about the toys. Toys. I mean, we've touched on toys so much over the episodes because it's such a great time to talk about toys. So we'll, we'll end up with these shelves stacked with toys, tormenting all the kids. Until next time, we will see you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening to this episode. No one guessed the mystery sound this time, so that means it's a rollover. If you've enjoyed listening to our 80s nonsense, do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And why not share this one with a friend? You can find out more at bringbackthe80spodcast.com.